And I went into the scriptures and prayed in tongues. And you know, when he gave me those three scriptures, I, I experienced a joy and strength, but it was like temporary. I didn't really take it seriously. So that night I said, I really need to do something. So I took these scriptures and I meditated on it, found it in the Bible, where it was, read before the worship, before or after. And I must tell you what the word did for me, the power of the word or the word of his power. It, it strengthened me so much. I became like a new person. So I woke up in the morning and I'm wondering why am I not feeling this? <laughs> you know, I was feeling sad, but I, I at the same time, there was a strength and a joy on the inside of me. And uh, so it was so good. So before we, we, we did the meeting, uh, because of what God had done through me to the world, we were able to share uh, praise God together as a family thanking God for Duncan and all his goodness. We broke bread together. We prayed for all unsaved members, you know, in our family and extended family. So I was just amazed at, at the word. The word of God can make you into a new person. It's like the, uh, you know, the turmoil around. There's such a strength on the inside. If we would only take it, his word seriously and dig into it, there is... <laughs> And uh, so it got me thinking about the apostles, you know, when uh, Jesus was suffered and was crucified. What was the condition of their heart? They were so frightened, they were doubting, and they had all their hopes pinned on Jesus. And now here he is dead, and all the, their thoughts were all negative and fearful. Uh, and I was just thinking that uh, reading 14 times uh, Jesus had prophesied about his death and his resurrection. Uh, of course, seven of those times were public, but seven of those times were, you know, in private with his uh, bosses. So, but everywhere I read, they did not understand the word. They did not, that saying was hidden from them. And, you know, all that, I was just wondering, how did that happen? But I believe it's the power of the Holy Spirit who makes the word come alive. It's the Holy Spirit. And so that same Peter who was so frightened and all, after he received the holy and after Jesus was crucified yeah. and in the in yeah. the he was Herod was going to put him to death. He put James to death and he was and he was uh, in the prison with the two chained to the two soldiers and two outside. And of course he had sixteen soldiers, I think, for the four watches of the night. But he was fast asleep. <laughs> and he was going to be killed the next day. So this is the power of the word. But so much that yeah. the angels came, the angel came. The light came on, it says, he didn't wake him up. And the angel had to actually strike him, uh, wake up. <laughs> so just look at that, I was amazed. So let's, uh, I have a little message, short one uh, for communion. Uh, I was uh, caught up with a, a verse from uh, Galatians 3, verse 13 and 4, especially 13, 13 and 14, which I will just read. It's not up there. Uh, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, who has received the promise of the Spirit through faith. So, that Greek word for redeem used in this verse is exact, Pastor, you know, which means to buy out of the hands. 
or to set free, to buy out of the slave market. So it removed us. He redeemed us and removed us from under the principle of the law. Amen. Yeah? So everyone, everyone was under the curse. Galatians uh, 3.22 says, uh, it's not on up there. Galatians 3.22, but the scripture has confined all under sin that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So all were under sin, under the curse. Okay. So for all have sinned, that is Romans 3.23. Uh, it says, uh, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned. So all are under the curse. But praise God, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by bearing the curse for us. So we are no more under the curse. Now through Christ, we will never receive any curse from God, even though we still disobey the law in some way. We all know that. The law brought a blessing. Okay, if it if it was obeyed, and a curse if it was disobeyed. So any failure to obey the law brought on the curse, and it's good for us to read from. I won't read it now because there are uh, many verses. Deuteronomy twenty eight. If we read from uh, verses one to fifteen, fifteen verses are the uh, blessing, and sixteen to fifty four verses are the curses. Yeah. But it's good to read it because when we read it, I'm not going to read it. So <laughs> I just wanted to start off it where it says uh, the Deuteronomy 28. You know, we read it and we know when we read those curses, especially we know the blessings. When we read those curses, we see that none of those things can come on us, uh, poverty and the sickness and all those things. So when we know that we have been redeemed, Christ has paid for it, we will not receive it. But if we are ignorant about it, we will receive it. We'll, we'll believe the world. The world says, you have gone old, your bones should pain, you should get this, you should get that, you should get arthritis and heart disease, and so we receive it. That's the lie of the enemy. Because we are from another kingdom, we are from the kingdom of his love, the kingdom of yes. light. We are not from the kingdom of this world. So that Deuteronomy, I just read one, verse one and two. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we to say we are blessed in our going out and coming in and you know, our fields are blessed and our bank balance is blessed, the market <laughs> and all that. Yes. And, and of course, uh, the curses were, um, but I know you all will read it at home. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul cited uh, Deuteronomy 21, 23 to show that justice was satisfied when Jesus died for, for the law which we broke, thus paying the prescribed penalty and bearing the curse. What was the, what does the Deuteronomy 21-23 say? His body shall not remain overnight on the tree, but you shall surely bury him that day, so that you do not defile the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. For he who is hanged is a curse of God. And Jesus hung on the tree. Uh, 
Jesus died for the law we broke, thus paying the prescribed penalty and bearing the curse. So therefore, there is now no condemnation awaiting us from the law, for we died in Christ. When he died, we died with him. Romans 8 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for, oh, no, him, for those Christ who are Jesus. in Christ Jesus. Yeah. By just being in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for us. Yeah. So then I just want to share that the resurrection actually reverses, the resurrection of Jesus actually reverses the curse. In the type and shadows of the Old Testament, the Ark of Noah was a type of Christ. Those who entered in had to enter by faith. The flood was a type of judgment. So the Ark came through the flood, saving those who were in it. So just look, let's look at Genesis 8.4. Uh, you like to, you can see, look at it in your Genesis 8, 4. You can, you can look at it in your Bible if you like. If you want to open to it, it's good to. <laughs> Genesis 8, 4. Then the ark rested in the seventh month. It rested in the seventh month. The 17th day of the month on the mountains of Ararat. Ararat. Not Ararat. Ararat. Do you know that the ark had lights? Floodlights. So this verse is telling us what day of the month. You know, it's actually saying what day, the 17th day of the month. So Mount Ararat is a type of resurrection. Uh, did you know the word Ararat in Hebrew means the curse is reversed? Amen. I didn't Amen. know that until I read that. So through the resurrection of Jesus, the curse of sin is reversed to righteousness. Poverty is reversed yeah. to prosperity. Yes. Sickness is reversed to healing. Yeah, right. So through the resurrection, our curse has been reversed. So when we read those uh, curses from Deuteronomy uh, 28 verse 16, where you say, then you know this has been reversed. Yes. 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 And say it to yourself. Say it, like, tell your brain to tell your body. <laughs> so, yeah. <Preachers>. <laughs> The doctor, the doctor will declare something. So and so, you have got so and so. Maybe you can't tell him, but on the inside, refute, refute it. Amen. You don't have it because I have, the curse has been reversed because of the resurrection of Amen. Jesus. Christ. Notice that the ark rested on the seventeenth day of the month. The month that month was the month of Abib, and later on it came to be called. I think after the. Babylonian captivity was began to be called the month of Nisan. Nisan. So uh, look at the Passover lamb from Exodus 12, Exodus 12, verse 2 and 6, if you like to look. Exodus 12. Verse 2 and 6. This month shall be your beginnings of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. That seventh month was made, the, the new calendar became the first month. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb 
according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. You have to keep it uh, uh, until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. Reminded me of Dante. <laughs> so we know that Jesus died uh, on the Passover. The exact same, same time that he was being crucified, the Passover lamb was being sacrificed. Amen. So that was the 14th day, on the 14th day of Nisan. Jesus rose how many days later? Three. Three days. 14 plus three? 17. So we read that thing on the 17th, the, that uh, ark rested on the 17th day. Praise God. It was the 17th day of the month of Nisan that the ark rested on Mount Ararat, a shadow or type of, re of the resurrection. Mm. Praise mm. God. I was so amazed at that in the Old Testament, mm. pointing out to Jesus and the exact day. Mm. Uh, so let us. Um, so let us discern the Lord's body. We declared in scripture, Philemon 6, that the sharing of our faith may become effective by acknowledgement of every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 11, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, and just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he gives life to my mortal body by the same Spirit living within me. Galatians 3, 13 and 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Let's acknowledge the blessing of Abraham. I will be a I will bless you and make your name good, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who you, and I will curse and curse you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Luke 22, verse 44. And being in agony, Jesus prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, falling down to the ground. And because of that one act that is called in the Bible, we believe it, and therefore we declare it like we mean it. Yes, we stand believed, we can restored, and we can complete in Christ Jesus. Things will come easy to us because surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem Him stricken. Living my God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement was upon him. By whose stripes we were healed. On Peter 2.24, I acknowledge this, what we are going to share, as the greatest vaccine, the greatest medicine, and the greatest I acknowledge that because Jesus died, yeah, I will not long. I acknowledge that Jesus, who knew the sin, was made sin, that we, who knew nobody's sin, have been made righteous in Christ Jesus. I acknowledge the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor. So that we, through this poverty, might be made rich. I acknowledge that Jesus did not hide his face on the living so that our face will never be covered in shame. I acknowledge and I know that Jesus died in a place called Golgotha, which means the place of skull, so that the mind of Christ might dwell in me richly. I acknowledge that I am healthy, wealthy, and proud. And all of God's people said, Okay, I'll just read 1 Corinthians 11, 24 to 26. And um, we thank you, dear Lord, for your body, which was broken for us, and your blood, which you shed for the forgiveness of our sin, for our salvation, and for our life. You died that we might have life. We thank you, Lord. You died to deny every right of Satan, to put any disease or sickness on us, or put poverty or any negative thing into our lives. You died to, to stop him from doing that. And when, when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us eat together. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Jesus. There's a song if you can the song be played? Yes, I will try. Is it on the yeah. amazing love? Thank you. 